0: Zahra Qahramani, born in 1981, with birth certificate number 843 issued in Tehran. A student doing a translation course, is that right? Yes, I reply softly. He strikes the desk hard with the flat of his hand, and I almost leap from my chair, such is my shock. My eyes had been slightly averted, half closed, but now they are open wide, as wide as they can possibly be. When you wanted to change the future of the country at the university, were you speaking so softly? He shouts. I don't respond. Just for a split second, I shut my eyes and rapidly pray for God to intervene and make me safe. The interrogator hits the desk once more, I as loudly as the first time. I don't move. When I ask you something, answer me. Do you understand? Yes. I reply, my voice seeming to come from somewhere far away from where I sit. The interrogator leans back in his chair and tugs at the strands of his beard. "'What is your name?' he asks, when he is good and ready. "'Zara Ahrimani, I reply. "'Full details,' he shouts. I swallow to free my throat from the constriction of fear." Zara Ahremani, I answer in a voice neither too soft to antagonize this man, nor too loud, for that might make me seem belligerent. I am trying to educate myself in this man's preferences, trying to learn what expression, what tone of voice, what demeanor will placate him just enough to save me from his temper. Born in Tehran, birth certificate number 843, student of translation, Entrant of year 1379. He makes no response at first. His plump hands are toying with a pen on the desk before him. My gaze becomes transfixed by the fidgeting motion of his hands, as if the power he has over me is concentrated in them. I think of what his hands might do to me, not knowing at this moment that those plump hands will become an enduring image in the nightmares that await me not knowing that everything I fear from those hands will come to pass. I place my own hands on the desk. I am making a deliberate attempt to regain some control of myself. I am attempting to look like someone who is ready to begin a sensible, logical conversation. Against my better judgment, I am going to treat this dreadful man as if he has some compassion. I am going to speak to him as if he cares about my situation— even though he doesn't. This is whistling in the dark, yes, but I must at least try to relieve my humiliation, if only for a few minutes. He is observing me thoroughly while hiding his stare. When he sees that I have placed my hands on the desk, he says, Are you ready, then? Instantly, my courage falters. Ready for what? He gives me a menacing look. Only I ask questions he says. Do you understand? Yes. All of a sudden, and for no reason, he bursts into laughter. His laugh reminds me of the shabby old man in an Iranian novel by Sadeq Hedayat called The Blind Owl. Hedayat writes that this old man has a laugh that makes your hair stand on end. If I weren't so scared, I would sneer at my interrogator for having adopted so many of the clichéd mannerisms of bad guys in books and movies. "'Do you know why you are here?' he says. "'I don't answer.' "'No,' he replies, answering his own question. "'You don't know, do you? "'You have to remain here because the country does not need rubbish like you.' I shake my head as a sign of disagreement. I merely wish to say that I am not rubbish or anything like rubbish. Even more foolishly, I say, but why? He comes abruptly from behind his desk and shoves his face so close to mine that it is almost touching me. Didn't I tell you I am the only one who asks questions? I have shut my eyes defensively, as if preparing for a blow. I open them again and feel his spit spraying my cheeks. The foul smell of him.